and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for a look at the full moon in Sagittarius for uh, Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. Welcome to the podcast. And yes, happy full moon in Sagittarius. Kind of fumbled over my words there in the intro. Must be just full of that full moon energy today. We are going to talk all things full moon and then a leak, uh, just a peek forward uh, for the week. Of course, back on Friday to talk about the weekend. Um, if you're new to the podcast, I, I post probably about twice a week. And unless there's, <clears throat> excuse me, something really big going on, uh, like an eclipse or uh, an ingress uh, that needs to be mentioned. But yes, generally twice a week. It's a newer format that I've started since uh, I've been doing this podcast and been just super successful, really enjoying kind of that longer look over a few days. My goal, of course, is always to share with you what I see from an astrological uh, perspective, but also that you learn something about astrology. Of course, if you have any questions about your natal chart or something in general about astrology, certainly send that to me. The best way to reach me is through my email, which is astrologydiva, that's D-V-A, at gmail.com. Okay, let's get to this full moon. All right, well, let's talk all about this full moon that's occurring. Actually, her occurred a couple of hours ago, very early here on the 14th. And uh, let's remind ourselves what it means astrologically. And so a full moon occurs when the sun and the moon are in opposition, right? It's halfway through the lunar cycle. Uh, the lunar cycle starts when the sun and the moon are in conjunction, which was about two weeks ago. And then two weeks from now, it'll be back. Uh, the moon will zip around and join the sun yet again. So here we have, we say it's a, moon, a full moon in Sagittarius because the moon is in Sagittarius and then sitting opposite it is the sun in Gemini because of course we're in Gemini season. So uh, here to get specific, it's at 23 degrees, 25 minutes. So the moon is in 23 degrees Sag and the sun is at 23 degrees Gemini occurring at 4.51 a.m. And that's of course Pacific daylight time. So really, you know, the full moon is a time, I think of a lot of it, it's really a lot around uh, harvest time, I think about that. It's that projects are coming to fruition, things are blooming, things are, you're picking your strawberries, whatever it is. And so it's an opportunity to look back over the last two weeks to see, you know, if you're a, a lunar type person and you've set intentions perhaps at the new moon, how am I, how am I doing? Is this, am I on track? Do I want to double down on this path or do I perhaps want to change my direction? Sometimes, you know, there can be a little bit of regret looking back and going, hmm, yeah, that's not exactly what I wanted to do. And really, you know, when we're dealing with an opposition, this is this swinging between, you know, the two ends of uh, of the teeter-totter, as it were. So on the one end, we have the moon, which represents our emotions, our needs, our, our you know, where we find comfort. And then on the other side is the sun, which is our identity, our goals, things that are pushing us and pulling us forward. And so when we're in opposition, we're trying to balance those two. Now, uh, added to this particular full moon is um, a, uh, a T-square, which is kind of adding a little bit of snap 
to the full moon energy. And this T-square, of course, involves the sun and the moon in opposition. And then both of those planets are squaring Neptune. And this is creating, um, you know, it's a mutable uh, T-square, which means it's very malleable and open to change and perhaps growth. Um, but here we are, you know, when we're trying to balance those wants and those needs, there may be, you know, a catalyst of your imagination or your idealism that is really causing you to kind of consider, well, are my needs and my wants being met? The other thing that Neptune can do is it kind of tends to blur and make things a bit foggy. And so some boundaries or, you know, your your ability to blend with others, you kind of float around, you know, think of it like water where you're just blending uh, with others. And so um, this can be, you know, a place where you get relief from, you know, trying to get your needs and wants met, but it also can be the, the catalyst uh, of that. Now, when we want to look more specifically at the full moon, we need to look at the house position. And so I'm going to do that with some individual charts. Well, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that uh, this is one of my favorite things to do is to look at individual charts. And I do this, uh, you know, at full moons. Uh, there's other times that I do it as well, but full moons and new moons because I can use some example charts. And so here, you know, the, the next facet of the full moon to look at is house placement. And I can only do that when I have specific charts to look at. And so house placement tells us about the area of life that may be affected by the full moon. Now, because we are talking about an opposition, we have to look at the two opposing houses that are kind of facing off during this full moon. And so first chart I'm going to look at, no surprise, my partner uh, in his chart, we have the moon uh, in the 12th house and the sun in his sixth house. So we have this juxtaposition of 12th house and sixth house. And 12th house is all around retreating, cocooning, you know, pulling back from the world. And so here he may be finding comfort or getting his needs met when he pulls back and just really kind of, you know, cocoons in to take care of himself, opposed to sixth house, which is all around daily routines, perhaps his work environment. And so by perhaps pulling back a little bit, taking care of himself, he's better able to reach his goals around his daily routines, his health, perhaps, and, you know, that work environment. Okay, and the other chart that I thought I would look at, and I'm maybe focusing on the gentleman today, is our uh, regular listener from Down Under, John. He's always uh, been supportive right from the beginning of the podcast, so I thought I'd look at his chart. So here we have the moon in his second house opposed to the sun in his eighth house. So second house is all around money, assets, value, valuables, and values. And so here he may be getting his financial needs met or perhaps something around his personal value system, you know, this is a place where he may be, um, you know, fo have a focus because the moon is in his second house. Now, keep in mind with the moon in Sagittarius, this is around, you know, exploring uh, positivity. And so there may be a real lift here in terms of his financial needs uh, getting met, as opposed to facing off against that is the sun in his eighth house. And this is maybe around his goals around perhaps shared values that he has with a group of people or shared assets. And this could be about common property. It may be around debt or inheritance and perhaps some goals represented by the sun that he is striving towards.
All right, well, let's switch gears a bit and just have a look at the week in perspective, starting off looking at the moon currently, of course, in uh, Sagittarius because it's the full moon, but it's going to quickly move on because it's quite near the end of the degrees here in Sagittarius. It's going to move on into Capricorn for Wednesday and Thursday. And uh, yeah, the moon in Capricorn might feel a bit more grounding. Those of you that love to cook and, you know, to really get those physical needs met uh, may be coming to the forefront as Capricorn, of course, is an earth sign. And, you know, there may be feelings of pragmatism and conservatism, you know, coming forward while the moon's in uh, Capricorn. Then by Friday, it's going to move into Aquarius, definitely going to feel lighter with being Aquarius being an air sign, more objective, perhaps more friendly. All right, well, looking at some of the important aspects for this week, the highlight for sure tomorrow on Wednesday, uh, Mars is going to be conjunct uh, Chiron. And so this can really be around, you know, Mars is the planet of defense, of action, uh, you know, getting the thing, you know, dynamism, really, you know, putting uh, pedal to the metal, as it were, boots on the ground. And so uh, combined with Chiron, which is the, the wounded healer. So there may be some triggering action, some actions that you may be doing to actively heal some old wounds, uh, maybe coming to the forefront as the conjunction is exact tomorrow. As well, starting tomorrow, we have another mini Grand Trine, but this one's a little bit different than the one we had uh, a week or so ago. This one, again, involving Pluto, trined with Venus. And so here, this is very much a supportive and powerful love that may be coming forward, or a set of values. Uh, and it's it's both an Earth sign. So this is going to be quite supportive of um, the apex planet, which is Neptune, all around imagination and idealism. And so there may be, you know, opportunities here for transforming or powerful love to support your idealism, or perhaps your imagination imagination. And that's going to be in effect for a week until next Wednesday. Um, when again, it moves on. And then finally, on Thursday, another exact conjunction, Pluto conjunct, uh, uh, Pluto, or Pluto conjunct the moon, rather, sorry. So yes, the moon conjunct Pluto. And this is going to really support that mini grand trine as well, as it's the peak of these powerful emotions, you know, coming forward. it. That's all for the podcast for today. Remember, I will be back on Friday. Uh, I certainly hope you get something out of it. A lot of variety today with the full moon and looking at the week perspective. So feel free to go back and listen to it again. I so appreciate your time and your support. If you do get something out of the podcast, I just ask that you rate, review, subscribe, all those fun social media things that we do. Of course, if you want to reach out to comment or questions about astrology, certainly do that to my email, astrology diva that's dva at gmail.com all right have yourselves a fantastic day and i look forward to speaking to you again very soon <music>